Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm your host Mark and joining me today we got Zach for the first time. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Yeah, Good to be uh, here. Yeah, it's always nice to not do this alone. I don't know how some YouTubers just talk to themselves for like hours and not feel weird. So it's nice to have guests. Oh yeah, absolutely. So today for our story of 40k goodness, we are reading a story from Chris, and it seems like it's about Necron. It's called Ardenethal Dynasty. So yeah, let's just uh, start reading and see where this story takes us. The Ardenethal Dynasty was once a fringe colony of Necronter, constantly assailed by the great political wars in the interest of overlords vying for power. The name Ardenethal was all but forgotten by all but the minor lords of the warring Necronter race before the Great Transference. The lord of the Ardenethal dynasty, Akinaten, Ardeniestin, yeah, words and not words sometimes, and his dynasty was often set on perilous missions to purge Eldari worlds as cannon fodder before greater Necron weapons and legions could be deployed, leading to the wholesale slaughter of the legion's warrior caste. Immortals and all but the hardiest of the dynasty's warrior's elite are a result of the reanimation protocol slowly degenerating their physical form. This would continue for thousands of years, creating deep, seething hatred for the Silent King, which could never come to the surface under the influence of the King's command protocols. During the Great Sleep, the remainder of the uh, Akinten's armies returned to the war-torn tomb world, more a great catered moon than a planet now. They were to wake in another 60 million years, but destiny would not yet finish with them. During the war in heaven, the Koroks had bombarded their tomb world so severely the planet shifted from orbit with their system sun and sent them drifting like a wilted leaf from the branches of their home. But they did not drift for too long. Soon, Akinten would be awoken. You can take it from here. Oh, shit, yeah. (laughs) Awakening to the tomb world bustling with the remainder of his forces, Akin Aten was greeted with his greatest friend and comrade through the Great War. 
Lord, our density. We've little time. The Eldar come, said his old friend with a voice that even through the steely static of their new body sounded like the embodiment of war. The only distinction between him and the other lich guard about the yawning cavern being a deep scar shorting out one of his optics he'd kept as a reminder of the war in heaven. Rashida Akinaten addressed the lich guard before him. The Eldar, those witches, 60 million years and Akinaten was interrupted by Rashida. Ten lord, 10,000 years. <clears throat> there was a great thundering boom that shook the very core of Akinaten's metal body as the exterior of their planet was hit by a large yield explosive. 10,000? The words cut Akanaten deeply. His heart, had it still been in his chest, sank deeply. And the Eldar returned in enormous numbers with weapons of great and terrible pow power, Rashida said hastily. Akanaten took a moment and slowed his chronosense. The world around him dialed down, and soon particles of dust drifted slow as ink drools from an overfilled quill. He took this time to think. Akhenaten knew he had little time to spare, and the Eldar had always been a stubborn opponent. He knew that nothing could be spared. Have the cryptex translate us out of here, no matter the cost. We will buy them time. Gather the vanguard. We hold the Eldar at our door. I will not see another of our castes reduced to nothing at the hands of these usurpers. And so our Denthal's struggle began again, and for 60 million years they fought, not for glory, but for survival. Something had been gleamed from their struggle, however. Their early awakening gave the dynasty a strong connection to their personalities and a commitment to each other greater than oaths. It was brotherhood. Their great teleportation became known as the terrible struggle to them and to other dynasties that awoke far later to find the Ardenthal dynasty battered but alive. So died the weakness of Ardenthal. So arose Ardenthal walkers of the Great Rift a testament to the endurance of the Necron and an omen to the Eldar of a past that will never be erased. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Interesting. <clears throat> okay. So... <clears throat> My biggest question was, I think, during the portion you were reading, they were saying <clears throat> 60 million years, and, and then he's interrupted, and then they say 10,000 years, Lord. So did they only go to sleep for 10,000 years, and now they've been awake pretty much for this whole time? That is what I'm gathering from this, yes. Yeah, yeah, which, okay. Which gives it a very interesting spin. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh <clears throat> I guess just one planet waking up isn't the end of the world, but it does raise some questions like where is this planet located and what do the population around this planet think? Cause they must know about this race. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what caused them to wake up so much earlier than the rest? Yeah. There's always been planets that have woken up earlier, 
but only 10,000 years. years in. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to see some re- reason there. Maybe it was just some Eldar fucking around and that's what did which, it. But yeah, some <laughs> which Eldar I mean, which... <laughs> Eldar fucking around fucks up a lot of shit. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing new there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like too at the beginning part, um, just how he was talking about their relationship to the Silent King. I think that's important for kind of every Necron lore to include nowadays. It's one of those big things. It's like, it's just like with uh, Space Marine chapters, how you have to actually address Primaris Marines now and what do they think? It's something that every Necron has to think about now. What do we think of the Silent King and our relationship to him? Absolutely. With his return, it it changed a lot of things for the Necron. And these guys don't seem to be a fan. I wonder if uh, more people are kind of leaning towards, like, which kind of side is being stacked more heavy? Is there more people who are a fan of the Silent King trying to become a part of his dynasty? Or if people are writing their own things and kind of saying, fuck that guy? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I feel like a lot of that is just very 50-50 right now. Yeah. Like Like you said, with the uh, Space Marines having to address Primaris is very 50-50. Like, sure. You have people who are completely against it and people who are completely for it. And then you got that middle ground where nobody really knows what the fuck to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like it. Cool. It was a cool, short little story. I, I just wonder what these guys got up to for the 60 million years. Like, did they just mind yeah. their own business on the planet pretty much where they trying to slowly conquer some outlying worlds and heck maybe even they conquered and then retreated and conquered a dozen times, you know? Oh yeah. It almost sounds like uh, for at least a large portion of the 60 million years, they fought the Eldar Yeah, because there's this one part here. And so the Andrathal struggle began again and for 60 million years they fought not for glory but for survival yeah okay so that almost makes it sound like yeah they're they're more on the defensive than the Mm -hmm. offensive i don't think they're going out conquering all these planets but it seems like they're you know they might go to the way to go attack and kill eldar though if they stay too close yeah yeah which can't blame them but (laughs) yeah straying too close to the necron's mind is like you're in our galaxy that's too close war (laughs) Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, he, he's, he mentioned something very briefly, and it was a cool term. He said, the Ardenethal walkers of the Great Rift, a testament yeah. to the endurance of the Necron and an omen of the Eldar Pass that will never be erased. I'd like to, uh, I think I'd like to hear more about kind of that. Like, yeah, what exactly are very... they? It's very brief and mysterious. Maybe that's just the name of his dynasty, the Andrenthal Walkers. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, like it, it just doesn't seem like a very Necron-y word or like terms almost, you know? Um, yeah. It almost sounds like a, a specific unit type more yeah. than an entire dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could picture like some Deathmark snipers or whatever being called this if they were used... A lot to assassinate uh fucking elder or something you know oh yeah but, for sure do you have any other any other thoughts about this i think that's all i got i don't know it's just there's a lot and it's all very well written i think 
Yeah, it came off nice. It was smooth to read. Um, I think, yeah, it just wasn't long enough, and that's not fault to his own. That's just, I, if anything, it yeah. means he did a good job that I actually want to know more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think that's all for me. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for sharing your lore. Thank you so much, Zach, for joining me. Yep, thank you for having me. Cool. Uh, you said you, you're writing some more. Do you want to give us a teaser? And then the next time you come on, hopefully it will be to share. Ah, yes. So it's a little broken up and messy at the moment. But <laughs> uh, this is the little bit I have for my Black Legion warband. The War Master's Talon. Their ship, the Might of Lupercal, cruiser class. Maradron. Admantine, Chaos Terminator lore, Lord of the War Master's Talon. Some of these mighty Astartes came from Davin, while the rest from the gangs of Cathonia. A warband of the feared Black Legion made up of firstborn sons of Horus, originally the Luna Wolves, pure blood sons of the War Master, Horus Lupercal. Under the leadership of the new and respected War Master, Abaddon the Spoiler, who also sometimes visits this war band and learns more about their exploits, successes, and failures. The Despoiler sometimes even joins the War Master's talons as they go out to wage war against the enemy of chaos. That's all I'll give for now. I have more, but that would be getting a little more into it. Okay, okay. I, I love the name, the War Master's <clears throat> talons. Yeah. It, it has a little bit of that uh, Abaddon fanboy, but you know what? I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Fuck, I'm excited to hear more about it. You got you to gotta hang up right now, start writing, not allowed out of your room until you're finished. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> cool. Well, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening and uh, see you all on the next episode of Lore Hammer Listen to Lore. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.